0: The best thing I saw on social media was Mick Music, his new song, Wait, featuring Ty Thomas.
1: make music, new song. What do you think? Go. First thoughts on that? Yeah, go. Um, Let's hear it. I don't want to say pleasantly surprised because obviously I knew the kid could do it, but like killer song, dude. Like honestly, like I'm not, you know me, like I'm into the, the jam band type music, but that, it's, it's awesome. Dude, I loved it. I loved yeah. the production of it. It sounded professional. It sounded like it was well thought out and it sounded like it was done right it was awesome i loved it still love it
0: yeah it was it was weird like i'm always down to support people like that i've known people trying to do something cool and he's definitely doing something cool but it was crazy to see like everyone we've ever known that we follow on social media just posting on their stories saying the exact same thing like this song is summer bop so if you haven't heard it yet uh and if you happen to be listening to this podcast uh, mom go check it out it's mick it's Wait
1: featuring ty thomas by mick music how you doing Jake? Good man. I mean we're almost at hump day. Uh, you know, long week, but getting there, got got a good weekend coming up. Good to see you for the first time since uh my God, I don't even know. But yeah, it's gonna be a good weekend. I'm excited to uh you know meet meet uh Christina, see you, see your family. But yeah, good. Good vibes right now. What about you?
0: I can tell. I like it. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm ready to roll. How about the NBA finals? Yeah. Not, it's not something that's been – clearly it's been hyped up on social media, <clears throat> but I feel like it's just not as hyped up as it's been in the past few years. I don't think Toronto is the the team that was going to draw the biggest crowd in to face the Warriors, and I think people are tired of seeing the Warriors. But we've got ourselves like quite an epic showdown right now with the Warriors backs against the walls. They just won last night in Toronto.
1: Yeah, no, that whole I think that whole kind of game last night, everything that kind of happened is – was crazy one, and I think the the, the Warriors are like, probably a little fire in them. All the videos of the Raptors fans clapping after you know KD got hurt. It's kind of you know I'd be I'd be pretty pissed off about that too. Not you know, oh, and I sure. would be I would be fired up if I was playing. But you know, I, I have some thoughts on the NBA that you or any of our listeners might not agree with. Um, so I don't even feel like I should say them because I feel like I'll get shit on. But that's fine. I just I'm not a huge fan, um in general. I do like to follow it's, it's very dramatic, it's very uh, enticing when you got superstars involved, and all the dramatics behind it is kind of interesting, but not, I don't know say I'm the biggest fan, so I, I can't really talk out my ass, you know.
0: Well, when you've got Drake on the sideline, literally a walking meme, just wearing <laughs> all those different shirts and talking to the players, it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's definitely a flair for the dramatic, but he was all business last night, nothing but the Nike, uh Nike shirt on. And he was ready to roll, he was ready for that win and ready to celebrate, but they didn't get it. Uh, the Raptors lead the series three to two, they're heading back to Golden State. Not a whole lot to talk about there from our perspective, but uh I I'm tuned in. That's all I can it, say.
1: And it's funny, someone tweeted it was like, yo, after that whole video of the clapping after you know the injury, they're like, Yo, Drake's not the worst Raptors fan anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he was he was visibly upset about that that Kevin Rand was hurt. Um, I mean, superstars want to beat the best. They want to play against the best and prove that they're the best. So, stinks that Durant's out. But it's go time. I know,
1: and dude, that's like the thing that sucks about that is he's I'm, he's a free agent, right? And it, yeah. you know, to tear your Achilles in a finals game where you maybe you were rushed back, or you know, he had I think he had to play. I would have played him if I were the coach too, but. You know he's rushed back and now he's torn his Achilles. Like that affects his his livelihood. Like that affects the money he's going to be bringing in. That affects what team he goes to. Like that's a really big deal for his future. And that that kind of sure. that kind of really sucks for him.
0: For sure. And uh, he knew that going in too. There's no doubt they had discussions about that. So you can't question his heart. I mean, yeah. if, if you have any questions about KD left, you can kind of just push him to the side. You saw how good they were in that first half, um, Warriors. Took The lead Toronto held on, but uh, Steph Curry is gonna be Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson's right there with the Splash Brothers, mm-hmm. so they took the they took home the dub,
1: yeah. No, I'm, I mean, you got to imagine that now the series it, it might shift like that's a kind of a momentum shifter. One is now we know Durant's done indefinitely, so it kind of ends that speculation that's been what has been going on for the first couple games, and then to have the, the fans laugh at your one of your star players getting hurt like you gotta imagine the Warriors locker room is just ready to go like I'm out for blood like I would be going so hard you know I that's how I feel like
0: business all business right for sure all right enough basketball talk let me hit you with some quick questions just yes or no's one or the others quick answers all right rapid response first question Jordan or LeBron LeBron number two is it gif Or Jif. Okay. pass that big test right there. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Okay. Uh, Number four, should Harry Potter and Hermione Granger have fallen in love? And number five, Pepsi or Uh, Coke? Coke, for sure. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you scared me on that. You hesitated for a second. So, yet you passed the test. You're not a serial killer. Nice. yeah, I'd say the only one I'm in debate is, is a hot dog a sandwich. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want Dude, to do Dude, I actually...
1: It it's kind of funny you say that. I kind of got to bring this up. I got into actually a big argument with my sister's roommate on whether it was a sandwich or not. Like, we got into a very heated argument where we were, like, trying to bring up facts. And she brought up a really good point, but I'm sticking to my stubbornness. It's definitely not a sandwich.
0: Okay, well, let's... Yeah, let's... Talk about it. She was the clear yes. What was her big point that she brought up?
1: You're putting a piece of meat between bread, basically.
0: So I followed that thought process down the line. and I was thinking, okay, well, like a sub is a sandwich, but it's different. And I was like, well, is it different? Because you're just doing the exact same thing. But then I'm picturing whatever. You can cut a sub roll open in half is a hot dog a sandwich? I don't know. Let us know. Um, at Johnny Burzak on Instagram and Twitter. At Jake Hamilton. At Jake E. Hamilton on Twitter. At Jake T. Hamilton on Instagram. You know how to find him. Let us know. Uh, I think it's a bit of a goofy debate, but it's one that we need answers to. Jake, do you have a fact for us?
1: I do, and it's one that I kind of feel, unfortunately, that I would have done the same thing. And it's it's a shame because now i got a question every time I do this moving forward in life. Oh, um, so, I didn't know this, but now I know it. But Abraham Lincoln's bodyguard left his post at Ford's Theater because he went to get a drink. And now and this is, I'm just questioning everything, man. Like, when can I, like, I don't know if I can, like, ever leave to get a drink now that I'm a bodyguard. But still, like, some bad shit happened when he left, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. What do you think is going to happen if you get up from your desk to go get a drink? What's going to happen? Like, your, your email is going to crash for a minute? Yeah, I guess
1: you're right. I got nothing to protect. So, there's literally nothing. Yeah, nothing's going to that happen. That is
0: crazy. So, do you think he was in on it? Are we wow. That's actually. Or do you think he was?
1: Wow. I did One, that wasn't my first thought. Two,
0: it wasn't, it wasn't my first thought either. I was just going down a rabbit hole here. So two, maybe, go. maybe
1: he paid him off or something and was like, yo, go buy a drink. Then he like snuck in.
0: Johnny Wilkes Booth. Also Johnny B. I don't know. It's a little Conspiracy? freaky uh, comparison yeah, right Jesus there. Yeah, can Christ, I, dude. you think I can uh, <laughs> pay Tommy to leave his desk pay your desk buddy <laughs> you to leave go get a drink? <laughs> That's funny, probably.
1: Uh, probably.
0: Alright, do you wanna talk ooh, got some got some feedback. Alright, there we go. Technical difficulties all taken care of. You wanna talk about our main topic today? habits sure what habits do you have thoughts on habits um, tips from habits and experience good bad habits where do you want to start what kind let's, of habits do you have
1: uh, habits let's let's. I think we should go over the loose term of what a habit is does that make sense yeah, let's hear it because I don't like what is a habit is it something is it a pattern that you do every that you do a lot like is a habit like say if our habit is you know I make my coffee before work is that a habit is that considered a habit
0: I'd say so. I'd say there's different levels of habits. Let's go with. Let's start there. There's different levels of habits. So okay, maybe like a, a small habit is like, um, you bite your nails. Oh yeah, like
1: that's, that. that's I actually do have that habit. So yeah, that's a bad habit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that, but that's just a that's just a small habit. You know, that's a small habit. And then we could say, I could say like having a cup of coffee and breakfast every morning is, is like the next level up of a habit. something that. It's a once-a-day thing, not like a all-of-the-time-throughout-the-day thing. And then maybe a bigger habit is something that's either extremely beneficial or extremely detrimental. Okay. Like maybe coffee and breakfast doesn't really have that much of an effect on your life, but it is a habit nonetheless. Biting your nails might not have that big of an effect on your life, but it could happen all throughout the day. It's still just be something you're on. And then maybe there's those habits like smoking or... Those habits, like going to the gym every single day, um, that take a lot more effort and do really impact your life and your health and and all these different things. So maybe those are the three levels we can we can uh, agree on. Sure.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I think that's a good way to break it down in terms of habits. Unfortunately, I think a lot of habits that you do are just kind of they're kind of they they form on their own. Sometimes I think mind form without really thinking. They just become the habit, even if I didn't plan on it to be a habit. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, kind of like uh in the back of your psyche, like you're not really thinking about it, but it's it's just, you do it, you do it, you do it, and then science takes over, and boom, you've been doing it for however many months, however many yeah, years. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, I kind of want to hear yours first. Do you mind throw a little curveball? You want to hear?
0: No, yeah, not at all. It, there's some of it. It's uh I'd say I can relate some of these things to, like playing baseball and that superstitious side of me, where I'm just like, okay, like I do this. Uh, this thing, like, every day. So, like, I'll wake up. Um, obviously, like, I'll grab my phone real quick. I don't check it till I, like, till I get to the bathroom. I check my phone, um, start brushing my teeth, all the personal hygiene stuff. Uh, and then I do breakfast. So I, I never do breakfast before I brush my teeth. Uh, I don't know why. I guess I just hate myself. I like drinking orange juice after I brush my that teeth. That is disgusting. But it's just a thing. Like, it's, it's always just, like, as soon as I can open my eyes and, like, adjust to the light I'm, I'm getting ready like in the bathroom before I'm doing like anything relaxing or like anything like meditation or anything like that it's just it's just my habit I get up and I go right to the bathroom
1: cool I'm trying to think of like a, maybe a cool habit that I have or something but I really I don't know man like for real
0: it is weird to kind of like reverse engineer your own day and break down your own habits yeah, I mean What's a, maybe? Let's start with like what's a habit you're working towards. What's something you're working on either, either, getting rid of a habit or a new habit you're trying to start?
1: definitely with? trying to read more because I f- I find myself that when I do take time to sit down and read a book or whatever, I I, I feel it's very uh, rewarding. Um, and I I like that feeling afterwards when you put it down, you read forty pages or whatever. It, it feels good, and it's like I don't know why do I not do this more. It's like it's like that, kind of like that thing about like when you they say going to the gym, the hardest part is actually just going. The hardest part is getting up and going. It's kind of like reading a book is kind of as dumb as it may sound, the hardest part is like finding the time to like actually sit down and be relaxed and enjoy it.
0: For sure. And I think that's part of it too, is like kind of, um, if you're trying to do something to, that's beneficial for yourself, you have to find a way to enjoy it. Whether it's something like going to the gym, not everybody's going to enjoy that, but it's kind of just like finding a way to fall in love with that process. So... We'll, we'll talk about Yellowstone another time on this pod. It's a completely different story for another time. We can talk for days on that. But Yellowstone is where you and I both got really disciplined about reading books, and we got into the habit of reading every single day. Um, so we worked out Yellowstone National Park for a summer and limited technology. Um, it was just really the nature, and then when you're out of work, it was just uh, you, yourself, nature, and then probably a good book. <laughs> and we got in the habit of... Reading in the Old Faithful Inn, every single day, Jake would get his coffee. Uh, We would kind of like just sit up top and like people watch a little bit, read a little bit. Um, We'd be by like the campfire. So it was all cool stuff. But It was kind of just enjoying the habit of reading, which it it wasn't always the most exciting reading. It wasn't always like these amazing stories, but it was uh, like self-help books, history books, stuff like that. And we just learned to enjoy the process. And that habit just took off without us even knowing we got back and we started a book club and just started reading like a book a month and it was just so habitual yeah um, like the science behind it we didn't even think about the science behind it, it just happened
1: yeah no that, that's a great point I, I now that i'm thinking about that it's like really we did that like a lot like extensively i think i read like eight seven books that summer honestly and that's like a probably a world record for me but
0: <laughs> for you yeah.
1: yeah not a world record but for me it is but yeah it's uh it's definitely, it's, I guess a lot of the habits that you create really depends on your surrounding. And I think that's something that uh, it takes time to th- to think about. It's like when you're in the right situation, the right scenario, and you can really prosper in terms of things you want to do, that's when you'll be able to do it. Maybe it's part about creating your own surrounding and setting that you can thrive in.
0: For sure. I agree. I mean, so there are, we talked about it a little bit. There are good habits and there are bad habits. Is there anything, any tips for uh, breaking that bad habit? Like, I know there's, there's a ton of tips for sticking to good habits, um, but I feel like breaking a habit is, is a little more difficult because it's just something you do, like we said, without thinking about it. So if you start to do it, then catching yourself, well, it somewhat feels like, oh, it's too late. I've already done it.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, everyone has bad habits, things they indulge in that you know they probably shouldn't and uh, sometimes it's okay to do. But, like, for example, biting my fingers. Honestly, if anyone out there has any advice, hit me up because <laughs> uh, that's a bad habit I haven't been able to kick. But smaller things like, you know, say you have a bad day and you come home and have a glass of whiskey, you can break things like that. You can you can kind of keep your mind busy doing other productive things. And uh, I think in that sense, and challenge yourself to really just... I think the biggest thing is just awareness, of so knowing when you're doing it and saying, "Hey, you know, taking control of your emotional state and saying, "Hey, I could, I could do something different that might be better." Um and I actually read this thing recently that you know, emotions within yourself is kind of like it's kind of like riding a horse where the the, ho- the horse or the the horse is the emotions in terms of this um, theory, and then you—the rider has to control the horse. It kind of this kind of sounds silly when you say it, but you have to be able to kind of no, control sure. the control the animal that you have no real control over. I guess that
0: kind yeah. Of. No, it's just kind of it just kind of like centering your mind. Yeah. So I see what you're saying. Like your your mind's gonna wander, but it's it's that snap it back to focus. What's what's your goal? What you're trying? What habit are you trying to break? It's just snapping it back. So I think that's a good point. Is like catching yourself is a big part of it. Maybe I undermine that a little bit like catching yourself even if you're in the middle of the bad habit and then what I thought is finding an alternative so a big thing I do is like I've always been someone who like has a lot to drink not alcohol wise but uh, like if I'm eating a meal like I'll have a lot to like I'll just drink a lot and typically uh, if I'm eating out that turns into soda or something like that soda or beer and instead of just like having that alternative option like having water there so maybe I just do one soda or maybe I cut out soda entirely. Like soda just becomes like second nature. Like, oh, I'm, I'm on like my third soda at a restaurant before I even know or something like that. Or if, I, if I'm i at lunch, uh, I'll like grab a soda real quick and like it's not – it's just second nature to me. Whereas if I have that alternative, if I have that water handy, then it's easier to break that habit. So maybe maybe I go reach for the soda and I'm catching myself in the act, but, oh, I have this alternative, I have the water, as opposed to, oh, I, I'm not going to have a drink. Like, ha- not having a drink is harder to break that habit of buying the soda. You're like, oh, like, tomorrow I'll make sure I have a water or whatever. So I think just having that alternative, that state of mind to catch yourself at no matter what part of the habit you're in, um, just being able to break it step by step. I don't think it's going to happen overnight, just the way that you can't build build a good habit overnight. It takes time
1: yeah there's definitely a a very strong level of discipline involved with any habit that you create or try to break you know there's definitely you have to create that like you said that process that's enjoyable and you have to think of alternatives but there's a level of discipline that you need to think about to really i guess get there i think yeah for sure
0: i so i do i actually uh, somewhat disagree on that in the sense that I think it's more science than discipline in the end. I do think it takes discipline. There's a certain baseline of discipline to get it up and started. Um, but like I just feel like if you can get the discipline to, like you said, showing up to the gym is the hardest part. If you can have that discipline to like show up to the gym consistently, um, that doesn't take that much discipline as showing up to the gym and crushing your workout. But if you can show up to the gym and just get your foot in the door then I think science will take over from there. Like you're eventually, if you keep showing up to the gym every single day, your workouts are going to slowly get better and slowly get better just but just for the sake of being there and just for the sake of um, now it's a habit that you go to the gym and you just have more energy to go into the gym. Um, it's easier. It takes less energy to get yourself up and going. Like you just strap your shoes and you go. So it's less like psychological battle with yourself. So I, I do think there's that, there's that level of discipline that needs you to get going and to keep going, um, but I think it turns into science at some point, and it's just like the book we read, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, amazing book, I recommend it to anybody who's just trying to study more on um, like the science of habit and just how you can better yourself. Um, he talks a lot about when willpower becomes automatic, so it's taking this thing, um, this willpower, this discipline that you have, to, and putting it towards uh, like positive goals and stuff like that, but then just making it so habitual that it becomes automatic it's something you're doing you're strapping up your shoes and you're putting your headphones on and like your body your brain your like your spirit knows all right it's gym time like you're not even thinking about it. you're not having that mental uh struggle it's just these cues and making sure that um that you're you're just hitting those cues those simple little things like the discipline to all right like as soon as i get home from work change put my gym clothes on shoes headphones boom then you're on your way to the gym i I think uh that's something he talks a lot about, and it just struck a chord with me.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. That was, that was a really good book. I think I have to, uh, I guess maybe reread or brush up on that because that was a really good book. I remember really enjoying that read, and uh, I know we it's, both did. It's funny.
0: Yeah, I have it sitting right here with the intent to reread it um, soon, and it's just it's weird that you can read a book and you can get through it and like comprehend a lot of it, and like take those actions take the uh, advice in it and put it into action and then still feel like you can go back and reread it and learn something else from the exact same words. It's, I guess it's like watching a movie a hundred times, but
1: yeah, seriously. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, I feel like you can learn, you could read a book a second time and take a whole different perspective away from it, you know, just at where you're at in life. So I think now is probably a good time for me to do that.
0: That makes sense. I actually didn't even think of that angle that you can read a book uh, put all these things into action and then like revisit it a few years later and think about how, oh how much I've grown and how much the my different perspective will change me reading this book so I didn't even think about that that's I like that um, we do have a couple listener questions that go right in with habits um, they if they were aware of the topic of the podcast and of any of the questions they could choose they wanted to talk habits too so we said all right let's keep it rolling um, the first one is from my cousin Jake Alshimer. He's a beast. Uh, he's a teacher, uh, but more than that, he's a he's a great father, just a great man. Uh, and he's got a question about habits. So he said, "What happen, What habits of proven success stories, for example, The Rock or someone of that caliber, uh, do you find to be the most important to be a positive impact on your future? So us specifically, you and I. Um, I know you would talk. You talk extensively about Steve Jobs, <laughs> and that is a he's a creature. So I want to hear what you got on him."
1: Yeah, no, uh, I've always been intrigued by Steve Jobs, and obviously for many reasons. I think, you know, he's a he's a psycho, he's a lunatic, he's insane. But he was genuinely, I think he's going to be remembered as one of the smartest human beings to ever walk on this earth. Seriously, just in terms of his vision for everything. And I I think he created a lot of habits. And I remember I was reading in the book, he was like literally... He would literally only drink juice. He believed in like a strict juice diet that's all he would drink. It was just vegetable juice for like
0: fresh vegetable juice. yeah, it was
1: like fresh and he would blend it and all that stuff but I'm or, and I'm pretty sure it's just like to me that's like he created these habits and no I mean maybe not a habit, but he was just very he was I don't want to say disciplined because I know you don't agree with that, but he he
0: no I do I do agree I do agree I just think um, like after that. After you're so disciplined, I think science takes over. So I don't think these people who are doing all these crazy, amazing things are strictly doing it because they're waking up every morning exhausted and, like, drained, saying, all right, this is all willpower today. This is all discipline. I think it just becomes automatic over time. So I I agree. He has a crazy amount of discipline, as do most people who are successful.
1: Yeah, but I think he – what's the word he may not be you might not see him as a person of habit where he he obviously like he didn't obviously didn't go to the gym every day and he wasn't some jacked up dude but he was he was a habit of knowledge he always was learning he was always inventing and creating and he he always he always he always imagines what could be better what can I make that's better than this and I think that in itself is a habit is that thought process of hey that's really cool we did a good job on that but how can we make that better and I think that's kind of a habit that you have to teach yourself. And I think that's one he had. And he was always looking towards the future and what can he make better and what could he just change the world with. And I think that that's something I really respect from him. That's something I think I kind of took away from that book. And I, I look at every process, every product, say, hey, what, what can be better about that? And I, I try to. But he, but he acted on it and he did it. And, and I think that's something I really respect from him, even though he may not have been the best human being.
0: For sure. I mean, you and I, it's funny that when you hear habit, the first thing you think of are like good and bad habits, like um, what to do with your health, to do with your exercise, to do with your hygiene, stuff like that. That's just, that's just where your mind goes immediately. And That's obviously what you and I just talked about, so it's just funny because we only scratch like the bare minimum. We scratch the surface of what habits actually get into, like psychologically and uh, spiritually and like how many different habits there are out there and how many different ways of thinking about habits there are out there, so... We only scratched the surface, but I really like that because definitely he was a a guy who, he's habitual in his own way. He's not, you're right, he's not the guy going to the gym, but he's the guy who's super spiritual in his own way. Yeah. So he's got that. Um, I had a couple. Only one is someone I can guarantee you've heard of, but I'll start with my first one. It's Nick Santanastasso on on Instagram. Um, Some of my friends know about him, and then obviously he has a lot of followers on Instagram, but not everybody's aware of him. He's actually only has one arm no legs uh, and his on that one arm he's only got uh, his index finger he doesn't have all his whole hand now this is someone who was told he was going to die uh, at a very young age his parents were told he was going to die his parents just refused to accept that and now um, fast forward way fast forward he's created a life for himself where he's out giving motivational speeches um, and he's out bodybuilding and he's he's just living his life to the max. If you follow him at Nick Santonastasso on Instagram, um, I'll plug him. I'll plug him on my Instagram. You can find me at Johnny Burzak. You can see that out. But something he does is he wakes up every day and he writes down what he's grateful for. That's something I've been trying to do lately. I have a journal where I wake up and I write down things that I'm grateful for, and that is like my energy. That is something that like I take away, um, and it really just sets my focus for the day, which kind of leads into my superstar the uh, the famous person like the rock is my will smith uh and his envisioning success so you talked about steve jobs has that vision um, and just always going on and on towards greatness just chipping away at greatness um, well will smith all about envisioning success and i love this quote from him he says in my mind i've always been an a-list hollywood superstar y'all just didn't know it yet so this is will smith he wakes up every morning and he's saying like i i am great i i i will be this a-list superstar but in my mind i am one right now i'm going to act as if i am one i'm going to make it like i'm just going to force into existence and this is something that like i see him doing and i see so many great people doing that like it just it trickles into my heart i know like i want to do something great i don't know what that is yet i don't think i have the blessing and the luck of knowing uh, like will smith a-list hollywood superstar i think he knew what he wanted and he went out and made it a success. So I think finding that that true, like, what you want out of this, what you want out of life, and just picturing it every day when you wake up and kind of making it your reality, it changes the way you act. It changes the way you attack, like, life's problems. It changes the way you interact with, like, the people in your life, the loved ones, the friends, the family, the strangers. It changes the way you do all that. Um, so that's a habit that, that I love, um, that he does, that I really am trying to incorporate into my life as well. Really cool. Yeah. We got another one. This one comes in from Christina Mazzola. Uh, I think I pronounced that right. Mazzola. Uh, she that is my beautiful girlfriend. Uh, she asked, what makes a habit and what breaks one? What do you think?
1: All right. Spazzy Mazzy with the question. I like it. Spazzy um, What makes a habit, I think, is just Repetition. Um, you know, we can talk about how, 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 that happens, but I think a lot of repetition and kind of what just becomes part of your every, almost everyday life, something that you just happens, you know, a habit, drinking coffee, making tea, something like that, something small, but habit becomes a habit due to repetition. I think, um, just the fact that you're doing it so much, it's, it's there. And then what makes a bad habit is definitely, or no, I'm sorry, what breaks one. What breaks a habit is I still, I'm still still on that, that discipline thing, I guess, the discipline kick because I think that's really a big part of can you break it. and Like you said, finding alternatives and finding other things to do that can get you a different thrill other than what that bad habit may be, if that makes sense.
0: For sure, for sure, and I think it's funny because you say you said bad habit, so we're assuming that like breaking a habit means breaking a bad one. Yeah,
1: what
0: br- what breaks a good habit? But that's right where my uh, my mind yeah, went yeah. too, and it's kind of like it's like like looking at habit through like Inception glasses. It's like what makes a bad habit, what makes a good habit, what breaks a good habit, what breaks a bad habit, kind of thing. Well,
1: so, actually, I think it's- I think it. Sorry, I didn't mean to like. Run off there, but no, go for it. I think if you, if you do break it, I think you, I think people do break good habits unknowingly sometimes. And I think part of that might just come from the loss of inspiration and the loss of, you know, that, that vision, like we were talking about, like what, what you envision that. And if you, if you lose sight of that, I think you might ultimately lose sight of that habit that you were trying to build or that you had at one point.
0: Exactly. And I think it's full circle right there. Like that's where the discipline comes in. The discipline to really uh, envision your future and envision like what you want for yourself, envision your goals, really takes that place of the discipline. You're you're you have to be super disciplined in thinking that this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do until it becomes that um, that just scientific thing that is automatic. But yeah, you you hit it right on the head. I I don't know another way to answer that question. Um, if, if you guys have another way to answer it, another way you're looking at it, I know there's hundreds of millions of perspectives out there. Um, I'd love to hear from at least a couple, not just mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So I've got a good news storyline. And it's something that is, it's a little bit different from what you'd expect. This one is, uh, so we know we talk about Game of Thrones. HBO has been pushing their new docudrama, uh, Chernobyl hardcore ever since Game of Thrones ended. So it's all over it. There's memes about it. There's uh, it's advertisements all over the place. So, this good news story is dedicated to the Chernobyl tragedy that happened in 1986. Um, we get this good news story from Tank's Good News on Instagram. We always talk about Tank's Good News and kind of this good news movement that's starting. And I want to put an emphasis on that we as a podcast aren't, um, aren't choosing to pretend like the bad news isn't there, aren't pretending like there isn't these bad things in the world. We just feel like our niche is um, is spreading some more good news. And I think that it's kind of what we best find that we can do. That's that's kind of our um, just the habit that we've gotten in and how we best feel we can help out. So we're, we're going to keep spreading the good news. Um, we keep our eye on the bad news, and we, we are still trying to find ways to help with what's going on around the world. Um, but here's a good news storyline for you guys. So they have what's called the Exclusion Zone, which is 1,000 square miles of land dotted with abandoned cities. And uh, unfortunately, during the chaos, not all of the puppies were reunited with their owners, many being left behind. Well, dogs being dogs, uh, they overcame the unthinkable, and they survived. And on June 3rd, an American organization called the CFF went to help these furry survivors, along with the ASPCA. These good boys and these (laughs) ladies are being treated for radiation poisoning and getting all their proper shots and vaccines, and then they are being put up for adoption. So obviously, there's a little bit of like, okay, well, are we buying radioactive puppies here? Or what's going on? But overall, I believe this is nothing but a good thing. This is uh, man's best friend. We're talking about how can you say no to a puppy that glows in the dark, really? <laughs> and uh, but no, I think uh, the best part of humanity always seems to come out of the darkest times and if dogs loving humans is the best thing that we're good for and then i'm very okay with that <laughs> like if, if humans are the reason dogs decide to to survive chernobyl then i'm i'm down with that i mean what do you think it's a, it's a different def- definitely a bit of a different good news
1: storyline yeah i know that's interesting one i wasn't i wasn't expecting that cuz you kind of find these on your own and i you know i i've seen them, i see them too but this is kind of your bit and i love uh, i love hearing it so that's actually really cool i you know i I love that like you said uh man's best friend i would I totally love that, and I definitely got to see that that documentary because I don't know much I guess about it, but I've heard like it's passing as the best h b o documentary drama docu drama on yeah. right now, but
0: the jury's out for me. I'm two episodes in, no spoilers, nothing like that, but yeah I, I'm familiar with the story I've seen some of the, like the scary movies that have come out, but I really like the way they're like they're angling it in this one, just kind of like this the story of it all. It's always weird to see uh, uh, British actors um, being, pretending to be like another uh, nationality just to kind of make it seem for Americans that are watching this HBO series <laughs> that, oh, they're foreign, even though they weren't British. So it's interesting to see. But yeah, no, definitely a good series. Um, I love this storyline. I think anything with puppies uh, will get us a lot of likes on Instagram and Twitter, so that's why I did it. No, I'm just <laughs> I love them. Um, Jake's got two puppies of his own I'm jealous uh, Ziggy and Otis and where can people follow them Jake? at
1: Ziggy and Otis on Instagram pretty, pretty straightforward yeah, that's, that's easy enough yeah.
0: go check them out they're cute
1: yeah I love those dudes uh, Otis is a black lab and Ziggy's a purebred beagle so an interesting mix purebred. he's a puppy he's like 13 weeks um, so yeah go follow them they're awesome they're cool guys
0: King Ziggy purebred interesting <laughs> <laughs> um I don't have much more for you guys. I just have one question for you, Jake, and then I want to hear what the people say on social media. What makes a good workout song?
1: Okay. I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, and I know it, and it's cool. I know a lot of people like the very aggressive, you know, pump-up music. I don't know. You know, people like the fast-paced, the, the loud drums, the crazy beats, the all that stuff, but I can listen to a 30-minute Grateful Dead song and that will get me through a workout. And it may be mellow, it may be slow, but getting lost in, like, a guitar solo that's just has its own mind to me is, like, that's what keeps me going, is, like, how does someone do this? You know, and that's kind of what keeps me vibing. I could listen to Dave, I could listen to 20-minute songs, and it just keeps me going.
0: Um, So, follow-up question. Define a workout.
1: (laughs) 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 No, that's cool. I mean, I I usually only just run. I, I like, I mean, not... I, I like to run when I can, but that's um, that's something that keeps me interested on the run.
0: No, for sure. Everybody's different, especially with music taste. That's the first question I ask when I meet new people. Like, what, what kind of music do you listen to? And if it's Dave Matthews, I usually run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it's just so, like, music is just you can look at somebody and you can try to guess their music and you can check out their playlist. And I'd say most of the time you're going to be like 50% right, 50% absolutely completely wrong. Like you're, you're going to have no idea what's on that playlist. So I love it. I would say as far as the workout song goes, completely depends on the workout for me. I'm not going to speak to everybody's good workout song because I feel like of the people I've asked this question in real life, I've got some feedback that is not the same already. Just like yourself, but uh, I would say when I'm going on a run, like it's got to be like a progression, like it's got to be an overall progression song, kind of like feel good music, because I already hate running, so I don't want to have like a sad song or like a, anything that makes me feel like just worse. You know what I mean? That's there's a place and a time for that. Um, as far as that, so yeah, running like a happier song with a big progression, that kind of builds over over the course of the song i'd say for working out like i'm all bass all just like loud noises in my ears um you can have like some words if you want but i really just don't care if you have words as long as it's like something that's just keeping me awake and keeping me like absolutely amped up that's what i'm all about uh but yeah i don't know maybe we can uh, put out some some of the songs on our workout playlist and you guys can uh, make fun of us on social media again that's at johnny burzak on instagram at johnny burzak on twitter at Jakey Hamilton on
1: Twitter. Twitter, yeah,
0: and at Jake T Hamilton. On <laughs> yeah,
1: I got to get those coordinated man. But
0: <laughs> what else you got for the people?
1: Nothing. I th- I hope everyone has a good rest of their week and a good weekend. And yeah, I think we'll probably hit them next week with some interesting debate and topic. And you know, maybe we'll get into a little fiery debate next week. I'm feeling a little. We need a little a little like fired it. up topic.
0: Yeah, I'm sick of seeing
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: If you if you get on Instagram if you get on Twitter hit us with your questions hit us with what you liked about the show what you didn't like Um, most of I'm assuming most of it you didn't like but but go for it what do you got
1: Jake what do you mean what I got
0: say goodbye I said
1: goodbye man I said I'll see him next week (laughs) no I'm just messing with you guys no I'm just just (laughs) messing yo we should do what we should should we should do like a pop up if we both go to Zach Brown we should do like a pop up pod. A live pod.
0: I'll just record from the crowd after we've had a couple of drinks, and uh, we know. No, no I mean like, us. dude, I'm so dumb.
1: I, I, <laughs> that was my worst idea <laughs> ever. I did not think that one through. Uh, but if we like, I don't know. I was thinking like, imagine like a tailgate with Natty Daddies around us.
0: I <laughs> like it. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're getting at. We'll uh, maybe we'll brainstorm this off the air a little bit more, so that people don't think we're absolute idiots. <laughs> Uh, I like it though. Um, I'm gonna go back and count how many times Jake started his sentence with "People aren't gonna disagree with me <laughs> on this." <laughs> just, just so we have a, a clear understanding of what Jake thinks of society. But all right, guys, I got nothing else for you.
1: Peace. See ya. Ah. Uh-huh.